I feel like we haven't done one that's shooting for the top of the list um, lately. So that's one thought in my head is to do one that's shooting for the top of the list. Uh, do you have anything in my, I mean, for me, one that I keep thinking of, it'd be like music or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, music I've been thinking about in terms of uh, what the idea is, like is music an idea mm-hmm. or is music just a classification of, is music closer to a classification of something that we're recognizing in society? But yeah, it's pretty, I mean, yeah, I, I know that we'll have a lot to say on the topic. I feel like we did jokes instead of humor, so the other option is to do something like songs instead of music. We'll have to do all of them long term, but yeah, do we start with the bigger or the smaller idea? I, don't, I also before we you know go with what I've said. What were you thinking? Um, what are your top shooters? Um, oh, I've got a few. I thought um, you know I still want to talk about rules. I don't know if that'll actually end up at sharing. The top, but... Sharing. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, let's do sharing. Actually, let's okay. go full. Let's let's go. I feel like we almost need a, a particular, like a slightly twinklier version of the theme song to go into this episode. Um, or this would be great to find a photo for for when we post the episode. Yeah, yes, great, <laughs> terrific. Um, but yes, let's go straight into it. Welcome everyone to the Rank Ideas podcast. It's a podcast where we rank all the ideas from best to worst. Every idea that humans have had anyway. Um, Octopus Ideas may have to be its own separate spin-off podcast, maybe a Patreon stretch goal eventually. Um, My name is Beast on the shiny shape. (laughs) (laughs) Top of the list. Um, I feel like uh, that would be top of our list as well. My, <laughs> my, my name's Nick and Chris is my other host. It's me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing, we are ranking sharing today on the idea that we have a hunch that it's good and will be high on the list, but let's find out. I mean, so we already have generosity high on the list, so it seems like a related idea. Oh, it's reciprocal generosity, really. I mean, what could be mm. what could be more powerful? <laughs> well, I guess that's the interesting idea, right? Because rep- uh, reciprocation isn't necessarily. No, it's, it's into not that it. at all. No. Yeah. Um, and and uh, sharing is not just sharing your material things. It's you know, it's it's uh, sharing experience. It's um, what is it? What is it? It's, it's is it? Uh... You're offering. It's an offer. And it's uh, very specifically share like sharing in its purest form is um, an offer free of um, motive, free of the expectation, free of um, obvious motivation. But all of those things do commonly come into sharing. And I mean, I feel like we, I feel like this is we're we're stepping right off into the abyss of. Um, this you know coming up you know this is this is like a a little test case of when we rank altruism as an idea because Ooh, there's a question there's that's a very different of, one it is a very different idea but i think it relates to sharing in the idea of it's like is there just a pure version of it that exists a and b more importantly does that matter i feel like um is it uh as similar again similar to this didn't have to come up so much in generosity but it does have to come up here is like is it is um does it, does the motivation behind why you do something matter as much as as the doing of it? Um, I think in this case, it absolutely. I think 
I think uh, no and yes. I don't think there is a pure form of it um, independent of motivation, um, which is why I was made that noise when you said altruism. But I also think that the mattering is maybe not in the in the cynical read that you could make it for. I think that, um, you know, being able to have exchanges where there is some sort of, you know, there's some weight of other cultural information that's being embedded or communicated through through the process of, of exchange um, is like, you know, there's a, there's a huge good to it because it's as, as, as well as, you know, as well as the cynical cost and whatever. But I think that, um, you know, being able to, that, that, that's, that's being able to share and um, understand the terms of your sharing and uh, uh, is like the foundation of relationships and um, interactions. And I don't mean as in just, just like uh, social relationships, but also, um, uh, sorry, I do mean social relationships, but I don't mean like um, friend to friend or like boyfriend to boyfriend relationship, but like just everybody, like that that those exchanges are the foundation of um, our civilization and species. So I think that they're, yeah, they're super, super important. I think about uh, the, the types of sharing that I really enjoy doing, um, which is, you know, I like uh, just sharing myself. I like to tell people, I like to tell people things about me and my experience. I like to share my knowledge. I like to share what I did today. Um, I like to share uh, things that I've, I like to share things from the world that I've found, which I specifically think other people are going to like and benefit from. I love that as well. Yep. It's, you know, like, yeah, just, just Rex, just, you know, I like to, yeah, I like to share memes. That's what I'm saying. Um, But also, yeah, the there's, you know, I like to, sh- I like to share um, things that I think other people will find edifying. I also like to share things that will, that will make me, um, that will make people look at me as valid and of worth as well. Like I like, I feel like there's part of the idea of sharing is the notion of um, feeling, uh, feeling useful, feeling, um, uh, feeling of unique value in a space and uh, it's you ca- it's kind of impossible to do that unless you, um, you know, in it, it, except through the act of sharing, because otherwise, or let me just say, if if you you could try and do it just through just straight broadcasting at the environment around you, rather than through the idea of offering something to someone else. But my experience is that that usually doesn't lead to a uh, a good version of being seen or valued. I think that usually leads to you know, sometimes being more of an obnoxious presence in space. So I think that idea of um, uh, having that two-way generosity of being like, yes, I will um, sh- I will share something in a way that I think will be edifying for you or at least respectful to you. And in that, I was, my the benefit that I would get will be, this will be to have that moment of sharing appreciated. So, and I think that's cool because none of that even gets into reciprocation yet in the, in the reductive sense, like that you're not even thinking about what you get back from the other person other than their validation of the, of the thing that you're sharing. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a couple um, sort of adjacent concepts that I want to bring into it. Um, to to talk about the virtue of it, I guess like you know there's that there's an increasing um, 
cultural use of you know vulnerability as a um a virtuous path to to growth and 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 everything like that and i feel like um the benefits of human exchanges that cut like say say if it's a road of trade then um you know vulnerability is perhaps the the fuel that gets you going to make those exchanges but it's the actual sharing that is the road um that that leads to the mutual enrichment and and on that mutual enrichment the other concept i was thinking was um sort of just economic trade at all, you know, the, the idea that if, um, say you've got 10 oranges and I've got, um, 10 apples, like, you know, there's a, there's a diminishing benefit to me of once I've eaten apple, eight apples of eating a ninth apple. But if, if we swap half for half, we're both richer. Um, and I think in the same way you could conceive of, um, exchange of not just, not just physical things that you have, but also experience, um, and of yourself in the way that you described as being rewarding for you. Um, it's also rewarding to get that from other people. And so, um, and it, you know, uh, just on a personal level, um, you know, we in this podcast, uh, you know, are sharing our ideas with each other. And I find that so rewarding for me to hear what you think about things. And, um, and I also share with, you know, you also share with me an opportunity for me to express my own and, and there's a, there's value in that. And obviously we broadcast the whole thing because there's some utility we think in, um, sharing that again. And, uh, you know, there's no, um, there, there are doubtless other motivations and, um, uh, benefits that, that we derive from this whole process. But, um, the, uh, I, th- I think if you didn't have the, um, if you weren't able to have these sorts of exchanges or um, whether resources or experience, then um, you wouldn't have any of the wealth um, that our civilization enjoys. And I think that you can imagine um, other beings on of life that, d- that don't have those sorts of um, the motivations to pursue those sorts of uh, relational interactions and, um, or don't even have the conceptual um, capacities to to share stuff, and you know they. You can imagine That's, how much poorer our lives would be if they were if they were like theirs. The the yeah, I feel the talking about this podcast is literally happening right now as you listen to it, listener is um, a good that that drives home a few of the things for me because yeah, um, it's funny as someone who. I, um, I'm sure I think presents, I know I present as someone who's confident in my opinions uh, frequently. I have no trust in my thoughts and feelings without um, the testing and galvanizing of them through the act of sharing. Like as in uh, the thoughts in my head are just, uh, just a recursive loop or just a recursive loop of interrogation that uh, lends nowhere usefully or has no use until they're shared with other people. And obviously, you know, um, uh, this is a particularly edifying version, Chris, because you know the reason you're the you're the person that I would have the idea to do this with. I wouldn't have had the idea to do this specific podcast with anybody else. I wouldn't have had this idea in isolation, and it was because of the specific nature of the way that you and I already communicated as friends that made me think that it could be a useful and safe and edifying thing for us and listeners to do. So that's you know that that's. Uh, you know, this, this, I'm just thinking that as I'm only thinking that that clearly now in this second, which to me just is a nice little case study in the act of sharing because yeah, to me, otherwise, yeah, the thoughts in my head could be any thought in competition with any other thought. And the idea of, um, interacting with other people and sharing with other people and finding moments for my thoughts to usefully coalesce around the moment of shared experience to me, that's that's actually the end the end result of human thought. 
uh, if it's in, in terms of any version of it that I like. Uh, and yeah, and I feel like really we're just cycling back to maybe what should have been the most obvious thing to say at the start, which is we're a group organism. Like the yeah. even the concepts of anything that m- makes the story of sharing fraught in anyone's mind or makes people want to be like, ooh, hold on about sharing anything tends then to I'll come lose down what's to mine. Yeah. Yes, and so that tends to come down to one thing which is easy to sympathize with, which is the reality of resource scarcity, but then another thing which is arguably less, which is arguably more open to critique, which is the idea of the bounds of the individual or individuals, the bounds of the bounds of selfhood. Whereas really, the bounds of selfhood don't work the way we think they work. Like we are, um, a gr- we're not a we're not an individual, but a collection of seven billion individual organisms. We're one large group organism that's designed to be actualized through our interaction and through sharing, um, factually. And that doesn't mean that we're not also individuals, but um, yeah, it's. Uh, there is no version of there is to me there is no version of ultimately hoarding all resources. Forget about as an individual, but even as a smaller group within the large group, there is no version of hoarding those that that can lead to ultimate actualization on its own. Um, it's impoverishing. It's impoverishing. Yeah, and so uh, that's uh, yeah. We're, we're looking at a <laughs> we're looking at top of the list material. Uh, just on that basis, just on that functional basis. And, you know, I'm the, of the two of us, I'm the skeptic for how many, for constantly wanting to interrogate whether ideas are just fundamental to the biological organism that a human is. But I feel like this is one that is just intrinsic and the worth of it is intrinsic. So, I mean, what are, what are the possible counter arguments about, about sharing? Again, in a world with resource scarcity, sometimes there's safety and well-being outcomes that are, uh, directly affected by how resources are shared. Um, Always there are, but, but I still. even think in the how, like the how doesn't, um, you know, that's not the that's not the way to, to attack it as a concept. You know, that's that's a way to attack the the, the methods for for the how, mm. how you do sharing. Again, like I, I don't like there there is I, I think it's safe to say there is no wealth without exchange. There's and and uh, that that goes for wealth of any kind, um, and. The, the, honestly, the only virtue I could find for if if you were, let's build a society tomorrow without sharing, it's it's only going to be one for people who have a values lens, which I don't have um, at all. But uh, for people who think, well, it would be great if all of civilization collapsed and um, you know everyone, almost everyone died, because that that's that's literally what would happen. Uh, I just yeah, which yeah, which yeah, I don't doesn't resonate with me particularly. I mean, even as even even. Uh, even if you're just using nihilism, to me it still doesn't hold up because nihilism for me ultimately doesn't give um, nihilism doesn't give enough of a value lens of a good out- like nihilism just leads you to one outcome being as good as any other outcome, which doesn't which isn't the same as there being an argument for wiping out humanity. So yeah. just me, n- the best you can get from nihilism or kind of you know it's, it's kind of subsets like ecofascism, which is is that oh I guess it would be just it, I guess it would be it makes no difference whether humanity dies, which to me still doesn't give you it would be good if humanity died, and to me if it makes no difference then, well, I like society and humanity in all of its um, horror and floridness, so I'll prefer to keep it, thanks. Yeah, you would have to add a component of not only do I not care what happens, but I I also hope that what Nick cares about doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, which I'm sure there, are, sure there are people out there where that's their organising principle for society, probably more so the more they listen to this podcast. But the... Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm creating a revolution against myself. But the um, best... Uh, yeah, for me, the 
I think there are critiques of the idea of exchange as being reductive and too much into re- uh, reciprocation, but... I don't really care about sharing, those, though. Like, that's not you, a part of this, you know. But also, also exchange isn't all of sharing. Sharing mm. is a much bigger is a much bigger and more sweeping idea, and it and it's beyond, sharing is it's beyond just exchange. I think that we're probably ready to rank it. Um, I just want to add, just maybe for some colour, just thinking about, um, you know, the sort of worst that we can... The worst thing we do to the... To, to people, you know, when they're is is sort of exile. You know, you don't get the chance to share any experiences or anything with other people, and that's and that not just exile from your own society, the familiar ones, but you know, when you're in prison, you're the worst of the worst. You're isolated. You know, that's mm. that's the cruelest punishment. It's not to not to you know beat the crap out of you or whatever, which is also a punishment that's meted a lot. But um, you know, that just being isolated is the worst thing for. And and the second worst thing is just not being able to have certain things, not be, having your resources. Yeah, and second worst having, thing. Yeah, having the offers from life, uh, from having the offers from the people around you rescinded or restricted. So whereas you know. when we think of you know heartwarming things like uh, you know the, the idea of it, you know in World War One on Christmas Day, even though these people were shooting each other in and in, in, in this horrible endless meat grinder, you know, p- people crossed the trenches, trenches and exchanged gifts. Isn't that such a beautiful marker of our humanity? Because it's, it's a metaphor of, you know, what is the core it's, it's, you know, this is the core, you know, that's, that's the humanity, the, 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 the sharing exchange and it's, that, it's um, breakdown that is the opposite. Yeah. The that's killing. the the soccer game that happened on Christmas Day in World War One between that type of thing. Oppo- yeah, opposing sure, armies. Sure, yeah. People 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 are obsessed with that um, in a kind of reductive because obviously it's kind of yeah it's just this weird it's so nicely weird as a story. But I think what yeah. I think what that drives home for me is that that's that story has so much more potency than any story of for instance the the top you know the the top price like if the if it was a, if there was a story of the generals doing a bunch of generous things. Uh, and sending Christmas gifts to their own soldiers on the front line, that would have been perfectly nice, but it would could not have the same potency as this. Yeah. I, it, we wouldn't know is, about it now in in that same way. Exactly. Sure. And it, and it's because of sharing, for me, and I, I think this is a this is the one other thing I would want to say before or as a part of ranking it, is the idea of the stories that are really compelling is the idea of people sharing things when there are ostensible barriers to them doing so. Like sharing things when it doesn't, when it, sharing things for not even just for no reason, but in but in the face of reasons for not sharing, and that's that. I think that's something that resonates with humankind because we all deep down we all really we all know that that's what we should be doing to get through the worst parts of life is is and it's really scary and fraught because it's a risk because it's a it's less than a risk. It will result in uh in cost to us and harm to us in other ways, but. There's a trend, you know, the argument for the transcendental. It's like generosity. It's like yes, the generosity has a cost. Sharing has a cost. Um, there's an engineering challenge there, but the transcendental uh, potential of it is beyond most things I could think of. Yep, let's rank. Let's rank. <laughs> um, so so uh, I didn't mean to do that. So our top five um, at the moment in descending order. So at the moment, our best. Uh, our top of the list is jokes. Under that, we have stories. Under that, we have generosity, which is the close cousin of this. Self-awareness under that and authority under that. So I, I think it has to be number one. I, it's, I, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, all of those except for authority um, involve, you know, the, the, core, the core. You couldn't have them without sharing. I think about any of the things, yeah. <laughs> I think about any of the times in my life where I've gotten shirty about sharing, um, 
you know, which usually come down to the idea of me being like, oh, but I, I wanted all this food. Um, <laughs> is, uh, yeah, there's just no, there's nothing that holds up, um, uh, relative to the, the, you know, to the, uh, to the joys of the times where I've, um, been driven to just share something with someone for no other reason than to just do it. And just, yeah, what wonderful, um, and, and all the flow and benefits that, uh, are built into that. But yeah. There's a, I think it's a Lord Byron quote that I think about a lot, which is to have to have, I think it's to have joy, one must be able to share it. And I, I always think of that big, and, and especially, you know, in a time like this where, you know, uh, I, I feel like it's so abstract, the the pain that so many of us uh, are experiencing. Um, and so much of that comes from the, the diminished nature to, to share of ourselves and share of others. I'm of, um, I'm a really performative person. So, I mean, the idea, like I, I need audiences, like audiences is a thing that I need, um, for the things that I do for, to have the best possible time or to feel, you know, to have the most joy. Um, I, I couldn't possibly relate to that, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interested. Yeah. Um, listeners, if anyone has a really different experience mm. of the concept of sharing to us, um, yeah, we're please, for sure. please get in touch. I feel like this is one that I really want to hear other people's take on. It's hard. Yeah. Again, we've, yeah, I'm completely confident in this ranking, but yeah, similar to, with generous, similar to the idea of generosity, I think there are people who might have a real sense of um, uh, moments where the an experience of sharing has gone wrong. Um, that said, and I want to hear that. That said, I feel like I'm I'm not ranking this in it's in ignorance of the the hundreds of thousands of moments where sharing has been abused or taken advantage of, or, or a moment of sharing has been met by uh, its opposite. I, I'm factoring all of that in and still wanting to put this at the top just because of uh, just the fundamental uh, necessity of it. And I think, as you said before, with the story being so compelling when, you know, there are good reasons not to share and someone still does share, I think stories are also incredibly compelling when somebody goes out of their way to share and is betrayed by, you know, being punished for that. I think that's that's also a compelling narrative. Yeah, there's a movie from my childhood that I was obsessed with when I was a kid, even though it's it's like uh, a perfectly average to not so great movie is this 90s film called Dragonheart, which is this um, kind of uh, fantasy film about a um, a young child uh, being um, at death's door and being his life being saved by a dragon giving half of his heart to the child to sustain him. And then the um, child grow, basically growing up to become a villainous evil person and um, having to be contended with by the, uh, by the benign forces in the land. And, um, and that was, I was just ob- obsessed with that premise when I was a kid, even though the movie's no great shakes, just because that idea of, you know, that question of like, Oh, was it still, should he, should he, should the dragon have not done it? Um, mm. just, just because of the bad, you know, is this, is this story a tragedy? And to me, I know ultimately, um, I'm the sort of person who still comes, would always come down the line of it's like, no, you gotta, um, the, the bad, the, the bad effects of what that would, what that would have turned old mate dragon into to make that, you know, to, to make that choice to decide, no, it's too risky to share. Like this, it's a better world where dragons are willing to share half their heart to save the life of someone they don't know. That's something we all know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. axiomatic. I know it's a cliche. Yeah. But, Sick of hearing you saying that. <laughs> but I just thought since we, yeah, since it's such a daggy, um, uh, topic, I was, um, that's, that I value so much. I think I wanted to end in as daggy and cringy a way as possible. 
Thank you for sharing of yourself, Nick. It was a great <laughs> risk. And, and, you know, this time it really cost you badly. But as, as a general <laughs> principle, it's a wonderful thing to have. <laughs> I think a better better for people who uh, it's, it's absorbed culture in the 90s to admit it than to be the sort of people who wouldn't admit that. <laughs> wonderful. Um, cool. New topper. New topper. Cool. Well, look, I reckon... Um, that was as full disclosure. That was me easing into the idea. I reckon next couple of episodes we should get into a couple of the ones that um, are going to be big episodes. Not necessarily in terms of minutes, but where we we maybe if there's anything that we've been putting off on the idea of like oh there's going to be huge, but um but yeah oh should we do them yet? Should we do them yet? I think it's time to do one or two of those. Great, good, yeah, I'm feeling good. Let's do it. Excellent, excellent. Thanks, uh, listeners. Thanks, Nick. Th- Thanks, thanks, Nick and Chris of the future for uh, bearing the consequences of me just saying that. And thank, <laughs> you, thank you to our listeners. And obviously, um, if you, uh, as a selfish ask, if uh, you enjoy this podcast and you just anything in any of the episodes just makes you think of someone you know, um, maybe recommend that episode to them to listen to. And uh, yeah, and in general, um, even if you just uh, if you're liking this podcast and you just tell one other person about it. Um, in the world of podcasting, that's an order of magnitude, um, cool thing, uh, for you to do for us. And, um, yeah, uh, never be afraid to just, um, call us out publicly about your good works and, uh, what we can do in exchange, uh, for you. I'm, I for one am willing to, um, uh, send you $12 in the mail. Sorry, you're talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm willing to send Chris $12 in the mail. So if you want anyone who wants to call me out to do that one time. Do it. Yeah, everyone that does it, Nick will have to do it. <laughs> ah, oh, damn it. Let's I thought my, nick- my nickname was Loophole. <laughs> I kill all Louis. That's been established as <laughs> canon. Oh, and as a vampire. Um, <laughs> you've been on Rank Ideas. Thank you so much. See you next time. Sometimes commotion, sometimes commotion.